hey guys, I know that right now you're like, wait, I hear voices instead of sweet music. Yes. So we'll get to that in a moment. Uh, Zach and I are here, just wanted to tell you real quick about something that we're very invested in, and that's mm-hmm. our IWMC Facebook live stream sale. Yep. Um, what it is, essentially, is the most unique way to buy and get comics for you. Um, all you have to do is have a Facebook Live account and follow us, I Want More Comics. Yep. Uh, at the I Want More Comics page, every Friday and Wednesday at 6 p.m., we kick off the, the Facebook Live stream sale. What does that entail, Zach? Uh, so basically, that just entails that we're going to do a live video, and when you watch that live video, you can buy comics just by commenting right on the video. That's right. Uh, if you're local, you can do local pickup. If you are... Um, out of state and want them shipped to you, we do that as well. But it's super simple. We just put books out um, on these racks. You can buy them. We mm-hmm. put st- we put sticky notes, and if you want to buy something, you can just buy it for whatever price we put it out there. That's right. It's not an auction. You just will put $5 on a Batman comic. If that's what you want, you just put Batman 5 bucks. Yep. Uh, we do it uh, two hours every uh, Wednesday and Friday. Starting at 6 Mountain Standard Time. Yep. And uh, we have a ton of fun. It's a, a great community. Uh, some people just come to just talk to people and talk yeah. comics. Absolutely. So we just wanted to invite you, cordially invite you, to join us every Wednesday and Friday night at 6 p.m. Mountain Standard Time on your Facebook Live app or on your computer so we'll see you then i think we should probably kick off the music and start the podcast let's do it let's go i got holes in cold in different areas four ton whips that's sitting on interiors the base shaking this club like it's earthquaking i cock on past the bomb like troy aikman play the basement like bruce wayne and dick grayson you're miserable you get kidnapped by kathy basin going to the dungeon for your sponging off roof to the beat with your total malfunction we pop we roll Get ready to the day we fall. My clock, my fall. Those shots through Hello and welcome to episode number 67 of the I Want More Comics podcast. I'm Richie. I'm Zach. Is this thing on? Check. 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 I'm Sibowitz. Sibowitz. <laughs> we are here for episode 67. We're Can't, alive, there's but not so, for you. <laughs> <laughs> there's so much we want to get to talking to, so let's get into the news. Excellent. So, um, I'll leave the the big thing that just happened yes. today for the end. But uh, today on Twitter, Ryan Otley posted the last page of Invincible. Oh, he spoiled the hell out of it. Uh, oh, did he? Yeah. Well, he's, really? it was a huge spoiler. Yes. Oh, that's hilarious. At the yes, uh, it was a picture of him writing the end. It's for me. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, is that me or you? <laughs> it, was, uh, it was a picture of the last page, and at the very bottom, he wrote the end. And it's just a picture of the end. And it's just a picture oh, okay. of the end. <laughs> yeah, he did spoil it then. So, uh... It ends. Huge it's spoiler. official, guys. It's out there. He's drawn the last page. That's gotta be doing. a crazy feeling for an artist. 14 years is what he said on Twitter that he's been working on that book. Every issue, right? Mm-hmm. Well, uh, except no, for the, there was like twelve span. issues, right? Yeah. The first six, yeah. and then that six when he took off for yeah, a little while. Yeah, because I can't remember who the step in artist was at the top of my head. It was right Corey now, Walker, right? Was it Walker? Yeah, yeah I think it was Walker. Actually, yeah. Corey Walker. That's, that's still such an insane amount mm-hmm. of dedication. That's he, all he's. Yeah, that's pretty much all he's done. Wow. And then we get to see if he goes to Marvel or DC. I know. Who's taking bets? He can do whatever he wants. He really can. I'll be happy. He really can. <laughs> I love his art. Well, he can do anything, and I'll buy it. Um, uh-huh. my, I'm going to, I'm going to throw in my hat at DC. All right, all right, I do too. I think that DC's looking for that kind of talent, but we'll see. And if they give him a big book or something, if they go, hey, Ryan Otley, we want you to work come. with Bendis. Yeah, work with Bendis or something <laughs> could go. happen. I think he's going to start his uh, male stripper career. There you go. <laughs> be like Magic Mike. We're visit. We're going. <laughs> we're going. Um, all right. Uh, so no? a, so yeah, a, yeah. A, a little bit. Of, like I want to talk about. No. A little bit of controversy <laughs> in the comic book world uh, this oh, week. CB Sobolski, the new editor in chief uh, yes. at uh, Marvel Comics. Uh, it has been found out that in the early 2000s... No, he came out and said he well, did he There did, was no yeah. find out. He well, just yeah. came out and said, oh, hey, by the way. This is what happened. Right. Uh, he worked as under a pseudonym of Akira Yoshida in the early 2000s for Marvel, even though um, he wasn't officially supposed to be writing comics as an editor or whatever. Right. So um, there's been a big thing about it in the comic book world. Uh, anybody's listening who's online probably right now has seen some of it, but if you mm-hmm. haven't, what are our thoughts about it? Um, there it's you a go. Event. It, it's my, so, seriously, my thought on this right. is 
who cares? Right. I don't care. I th- I believe people that people losing their mind about oh it's yellow face and all this crap they're putting on whatever dude. Yeah, I, people have pen names all the time. So he used an Asian person's pen name. So what? So if a black guy uses a white person's pen name, is that just as bad? I just it doesn't matter. This is a non-event to me. It is really really dumb that people are losing their minds over something as trivial as this. Well, yeah. Somebody well, that makes me angry. Right. But whatever. I was I looked up on it after you and I talked about it, and I know that a lot of it outrage came from the possibility of him removing the job of a job specifically appointed for a person of color, and maybe that you know blocking the way or a path of someone that is struggling to get into comics in the same way. Didn't and, have anything to do with that at the time. Well, that's he was just writing under a pen name. They say that that's how he got into Marvel. With that pen name. And how many other people out there would do the same thing if they're given the chance? And if you, because you know how hard it is to break into any industry, especially this industry. Right. Well, I was going to say is that if people are going to be upset about taking jobs for uh, uh, other people, comics is one of the hardest things to get um, a job in. Mm-hmm. You have people like Mark Bagley and John Romita Jr. and Doug Mankey and things like that. And people always go, well, why are why is Bagley and John Romita Jr. and stuff? You know, for the people who don't like their art, why are they around? Because they can do one, maybe even two books a month. Because they're that fast. And they're that they're fast. They're producing right. that they, quick. Yeah, and you have to produce in the comic book world. Mm-hmm. You cannot show up and go, cool, I'm here, let's do some fun stuff every once in a while. Every month it has to be there. So, so again, I get what you're saying. Yeah. I'm I'm with Sean on it, but... Mm-hmm. And I my point being is that I, I think that there is a middle ground of understanding... Uh, the wrong in the situation and not setting it ablaze via, you know, giant witch hunt of internet well, and fire, that bonfire. That is my biggest you know problem with it is people go, everybody wants to be the social justice warrior and point right. the finger and do the witch hunt. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Look at yourself. What have you done in your life that's right. been seedy and shitty? Right. And that's Everybody's that's got point. skeletons in their closet, man. This guy came out and said, hey, look, I'm the right. editor-in-chief. I did this. You know, probably well, in my youth, it was probably well, a really honestly, immature thing to do. And yeah, it probably was. But making it a, an issue where we have to actually spend time and talk on it is what incenses and irritates the crap out of me. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, like I, I agree. I think that the problem with nowadays is that we overhype too much um, yes. and uh, can't recognize the thoughts of a person that may have made a mistake and wanted to get ahead of that mistake. Yes. Um, versus someone that was hiding it and truly maliciously doing something. Because now, honestly, I thought it was going to be another. Hey, I right pulled my wiener out at right. some girl or something. <laughs> right. I mean, that would have been another one of the. Uh, well, for the using, daily person using, who just got shot, using, let's go with using this. Using a pseudonym uh-huh. uh, is not the craziest thing of all time. Right, no. it's um, not. There's there's other people in the comic book industry and, and the entertainment Christopher industry. Christopher Priest is not in general named Christopher Priest. Everybody, right. you know, what I mean, um, but there's, Jack Jack. But Kirby, there's other stuff going Stanley on. Are not those guys' names? There's right. other things going on in the comic book world and the entertainment industry that's mm-hmm. much much worse and should be paid attention to yeah. than a pen name. Right. Yes. And I don't think that it was a malicious thing. I don't think he was Absolutely trying to prevent was. anyone from getting a p- specific job <laughs> of any situation. I I think that, and when he finally, and again, he admits it himself. So well, it's and, like. Well, and if you see, um, if you've seen like the outpouring of so many creators who've come out and just said that um, he has been one of the biggest people, which I knew for a long time at Marvel, he was one of the biggest goodwill people at that company for creators. He always stood up for writers and artists and inkers. He always made sure that they tried to get their due. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of people came out and said that. You know, uh, you can find a lot of stuff on Twitter. You know, from different um, writers and and artists and stuff who have said, "Oh yeah, you know, um, I worked with him and Marvel, you know, many years ago, and he was great." And you know, so I don't think it was. Yeah, like you said, if it would have been somebody, if it would have been any other name besides. Yoshida, something <laughs> with Asian influence. Well, and he and he said that he picked People that name because he loves. Yeah, it was his influence. He loves a kid. He loves. I absolutely <laughs> could see someone in love with like anime or a- any manga at all. Yes. And taking those kind of names. Yeah, currently, and, my niece, who is completely just this white child, right? Her Facebook profile is a complete Japanese name because Correct. she is so influenced by the manga culture. Right. Yeah. 
And uh, she's not maliciously trying to hurt or right. offend anybody. She's not. She just is in she's love a, with in that. In fact, culture. trying to embrace it. Yeah, she's and trying to yeah. put she, it in other people's In her faces. mind, she wishes that she was she that. Was. Yes. And that's kind of how yeah. that goes. Absolutely. I'm with you 100%. So, but uh, yeah, so that was kind of the one of the big <laughs> stories as we go around uh, this week. Mm-hmm. The other one that just happened today. Uh, is the Avengers Infinity War trailer dropped. This is the kind of news I can get behind. Yes. Um, <coughs> Richie and I are always on the hype train. Absolutely. We, we ride it all day. Yes. And uh, I know that Sean actually watched this one because he didn't want to hear everyone ask him about it for weeks and weeks. So, what did we think of the Avengers Infinity War trailer? Go ahead. You first. It was a trailer. It was a trailer, that's right. Now, For a movie that's coming out in like seven or eight months. <laughs> that's right. So, uh, neat. I guess this, I'll watch it. This trailer has been out for a while, too. Um, San Diego Comic-Con viewers had seen it already. Any con, I think, in the last six months have seen it. Um, I I don't know, man. I, I will say that I think the teaser trailer was better than the actual trailer for me, mm-hmm. only because that's more hype than it for is her. like showing me stuff. Uh-huh. I'm already kind of flabbergasted at how big of scale this movie's going to be. Yes. I think regardless of your stance on where you know superhero movies in general, this is an iconic time in I think cinematic history. Well, it could be really good cuz you're going to have something like what 200 people on the screen yeah. or some crazy <laughs> yeah, thing. It's, yeah, it's something ridiculous. <laughs> it's going to be a ridiculous amount yeah. of heroes and whatever on the screen from every Marvel movie that I think they've had to this point. And to put it, like, let's try to compare it to, like, the comic book world. I think that we're looking at, like, the Infinity War, you know? like Infinity Gauntlet? Yeah, well, no, um... Uh, Crisis on Infinite Earths. Oh, Crisis on Infinite Earths, When that first happened and when they expanded into this massive... Secret Wars? Yeah, yeah. like, it's just really big-scale comics. The very first time they did that, where they just blew it up. Sure. And you're looking at all your heroes in the comic fighting all your villains, and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you're just losing your mind. This might be the closest thing we have to that in a cinematic form. Yes. Um, yes. And I didn't think it was a possibility. No. And looking back, I keep trying to picture where I was when we started this train. Sure. Where were you when your Iron Man hit? What I were remember. you doing? And, I remember. And now we're here. To, I don't know. Talking to people about how nobody reads or watches or knows anything about Iron Man. Right, and now we're. I here. remember. I remember back then in the days where they're like, "Oh, they're gonna make a uh, uh, Robert Downey Jr. Iron Man movie," and we're like, "Man, the twenty people who buy the book are gonna be really excited. <laughs> it's gonna be good for them, you know." <laughs> and now he's as big as Batman, Superman, Spider Man, household name. He's a household name now. So, uh, so yes, it is interesting here, it's thinking just, about it. It's just crazy to me thinking about that, and now we're on the final chapter, and how much time has actually passed, and. 10 years, 20-something movies. That's, that is a iconic level of, you know, writing and planning. Gave a, a lot of people jobs. Yeah. <laughs> and still do, yeah. <laughs> and and is and when we are, you know, worshipping our overlords at Disney, uh, Disney we, we will all know where it started. Isn't that idolatry? <laughs> like, if you're a religious person, doesn't that, like, condemn you to hell, basically? It does. Yes. That's why <laughs> at San Diego, they... The there's protests about or false worship. Oh no, I've, I've seen them. Yeah, yeah, worshiping false idols right, and all yeah. that stuff. Yeah, I've yeah. seen them. I, for one, welcome our overlords and am ready for the mouse. Yeah. When they put us, over. Yeah. when they put us in those pods, they're buying. Like in, uh, buying they're, they're trying to buy Fox. Now. They're trying to buy Fox. <laughs> right. So uh, you know, well, when, well when you're <laughs> not going to give us back our properties, cool. We'll just buy you. Right. Okay. When they uh, <laughs> when they put us in that tube, like in the Matrix. Uh huh. It's going to be a beautiful tube because yep. there's going to be movies All and music, yeah. and it's going to be lovely. Absolutely. I don't, I don't think it's going to can't be. Can't wait to die know, in a they'll just use, a lost the, world. They'll that they use us for. for uh, yes. They'll use us for resource. Yeah. For resource. You're already, you're already but you know tube. what? Yeah, we'll, we'll love every minute. That's right. I'm what excited. happens when your tube internet goes down? Then I'll break out and become Neo, man. <laughs> yeah. I'll then the revolution them. starts. Then That's the rev- on them. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Better keep that tube internet going. That's right. Um, I'll do Not cut through I'll, any lines. I'll That's do right. my really quick thing about <laughs> Avengers: Affinity yeah. War. Uh, I absolutely loved it. I thought it was. Uh, uh, there were some squee moments. Yes. Uh, when Black Panther says, "Get this man a shield." Right. I was like, "Oh yeah, I'll throw it. Give me, take the money." Can I give you it now? Can I PayPal it to you? Who are they talking about? Captain America. No, I don't think so. I thought it was Ant-Man. No, no, no. What? No, you don't know what I'm talking about. Oh. Um, oh. I thought that Thanos looked awesome. 
He did. Um, I think that I know a lot of people have had complaints that he's I not in the armor. Um, but uh, but they come out and said that if you have the Infinity Gauntlet and you can destroy all of space time, right. who cares about armors? <laughs> yeah. That's very true. Um, he doesn't. He can wear pajamas and show up. So it uh, it really doesn't matter. Um, I loved the. Uh, I loved. You know what? Honestly, what we can talk about this. I loved how dark it was. Yes. Uh, there, <laughs> yeah. How many jokes were in that trailer? I didn't see one. I saw, and the other thing I was going to say about Thanos is there wasn't. I don't know, like, they were prying that gem out of Vision's forehead. That, that was, was pretty funny. It's pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's funny. Oh, it's not supposed, it's not to, be supposed to be funny. I, oh. <laughs> oh. I like the Thanos. There's not one scene of Thanos like being angry. No, he's very nonchalant, like just destroying this place. Exactly. You guys are gonna have Lose. some problem. Yeah, I'm just gonna take my things now. <laughs> yes, exactly. Meanwhile, everybody else around him's like forming an army. Things are blowing up. Spider Man's like, freaking out, and he's just kind of like going to the grocery store. Yep, yep. Which is how Thanos should be, <laughs> right? Uh, which, which is great. So yeah, I loved it. I'm uh, super excited to see more. Uh-huh. Um, I think we'll probably get another trailer with Black Panther next year. Uh, when oh yeah, that, when that hits. I, I will say. If this was the only trailer, as a hype person, I still would be fine with it. Because this is one of those films, and if the face, my Facebook feed is any indication, we're going to see this movie. Absolutely. Stop. I had... I don't want to see more. I had I want, four... Good. What if you, like, get hit by a bus? I had four messages. And then I won't be able to see, see this, this movie. movie. <laughs> I, I had, but the trailers won't help that. <laughs> I had four messages when I woke up this morning that sent them to me at like 6 a.m. Oh, I know. My feed was 8. You know what? Sean just convinced me they do need to make more trailers because if they do make more trailers, then I'm actually in my house staring at the phone instead of being out and about and getting hit by a bus. What if the bus drives through your front window and kills you? Maybe they're watching as well. While you're watching the trailer and the bus driver's watching the trailer. Now I don't know. Oh, the irony. I don't think either either of those are going to... I think... Well, it's a small percentile. Yeah. I think I still stand by, I don't need to see more of this movie to Uh, know I'm going. No, I get get it. I honestly, I look forward to uh, one more trailer, Mm -hmm. which I think will happen once we get closer. I do too. And then that should be it. The two should be it, I think. But uh, Marvel has this weird thing about like, no, we got to show you more because we're we're worried you might not come, that we spent a lot of money. And I'm sure they spent a ton of money on this, but this movie is going to blow up. I had people who don't watch comic book movies texting me that's what i'm talking about oh, yeah. is that i had people family members oh, yeah. and stuff going did you watch this yet this looks awesome and i go you you've seen like one or two <laughs> right. of the yeah. cinematic movies so. i don't know anyone anyone that's not going to see this movie in theaters i don't yeah there's not a single person in my world yeah i don't think so either yeah if even even uh, even my girlfriend was like yeah we'll probably go see it so yeah all right cool good old adventures watch the trailer if you have it yes Slight spoiler if you, <laughs> or whatever. If you, yeah, if you hadn't, then then you still should watch it because we, we, right. really, we, we didn't, didn't give it justice at all. No, all right. I got one more piece of news. Oh, that's what's the new news? Banger police bring in Stephen King to help track demonic cat that killed woman. This that, is this is from the reputable source, The Onion. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> You know I what? just thought You're that not, was funny. You know what? <laughs> He'll do a good job. He would. Yeah. He would do a he good might job. Even, yeah, he might not even know where this cat is, man. Yeah. He might have rode him into existence for all we know. That is real true. <laughs> Great. Anyway. All right. All right, so why don't we go ahead and ch- do our picks of the week? All right, picks of the week. Who wants to go first? Uh, one of you two so I can break up the monotony. Monotony? Yep. Break up the monotony. They're totally different comics. What are you talking about? They're, there's no monotony here. Go. When do you two go? All right, I'll 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 go. We'll He's save going. we'll save his for the end. Yeah, yeah, there you go. All right, so my my pick is going to be uh, Batgirl, um, number seventeen. It is the actual conclusion of the uh, Red Queen run. I mentioned this comic on its first initial run, and I wanted to uh, reiterate it on its conclusion. One of my, uh, I think Hope Larson is a new writer to me, and uh, really good. I'm gonna. I'm looking forward to seeing where she takes this character. Um, Chris Wildgoose's pencils on these, and the pencils uh, have a Darwin Cook-esque feel kind of, yeah, that yeah. I, I, that I really enjoy. Um, uh, the story is fantastic. It is about uh, Nightwing, well, Dick Grayson and Barbara Gordon's relationship, and kind of 
rehashing uh, uh, old wounds or you know keeping old wounds open. There's points where Batgirl loses control early on in her career, and that kind of biting them in the butt later. I I can't say much more than that without giving a ton away, but I will say the artwork in here is fantastic. The story with all four issues have been compelling enough to make me read them with my regular reading. Yeah. And I haven't done that with Batgirl in a long time. A long time, yep. Since probably Gail Simone. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. Um, it was a, you know, it was refreshing, to say the least, to have her back in my queue of reading. So. Excellent. Um, pick it up. Mm-hmm. Yes, excellent. All right, Sean, what do you have? You're breaking up the DC train. It's always going on in here. So. <laughs> if DC would start writing a bit more, poor comics would be fine. Okay. So <laughs> my pick was an image book called Evolution. And I read this Check as a PDF a while ago mm-hmm. and kind of was like, oh, this is really going to be really good. So we upped the orders on it. And yeah. then when it came out, I was like, oh, yeah, it's this book. So I put my name on it and we sold out of it in like a day. Yeah, I was going to say, so I didn't even see these hit the shelf. I didn't even, it is the yeah, hot book of the, of the week or month or whatever. I might have like physically put them on the well, shelf yeah, and they yeah, were yeah. gone. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's, yes. it's under the Skybound imprint, which is what Robert Kirkman's company yes. under yep. um, Image. Yep. Now, this one has like four writers, which is different. That is me. different. It's uh, I can't pronounce all these names. James, James Asmus, Joseph sure. Keating, Keatinge, mm-hmm. uh, Christopher Sabella, and Joshua Williamson. The artist is Joe Infernari. Those are all, those all sound like actual names. I'm trying. I think you <laughs> so. I think you told me about this book because the four writers I remember that were they roommates or something. I doubt I don't remember. Okay. But no, the basic idea and basic concept of the book is what if basically what if evolution really, really ramped up and got on some major cocaine and started happening at a fast, fast pace. Like when and people it, make it, the argument, have you seen a monkey turn into a human and that you could actually see well, a monkey it, turn it into a human? it would explode. Like, suddenly a kid might have fish gills on his side oh, out okay. of the blue. And then, you know, so we're talking another like, town over, somebody grew three friggin' arms in like a night. Like, I mean, it happens really super fast. So what happens okay. when evolution does that? That's basically the basic premise of the book. And without going into too much or giving anything away. Um, the art I liked a lot because it reminded me kind of um, of uh, Manifest Destiny, it, a little uh, yeah, bit. A little it's bit, yeah. definitely a different artist, but I mean it's got the same kind of feel to it. So I don't know. The book was excellent. I'm Zach's going to take this one and probably read it because he needs this guy to. Is having well, a bad I do want to read it. Yeah. So because you haven't even read it yet. I've not read it yet. We sold out of the damn thing so fast, but yep. I loved it. And if you can find it, I would say pick it up. And okay. give it a shot and see what you think. Because it's... I, I don't even think there's ads in that book. I think it's just a straight comic. Yeah, no, nope, it's a straight comic book. So you get you get a lot of bang for your buck without the breakup of a crazy weird Snickers ad in the middle having somebody Hulk out or whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so... <laughs> right. cool. Yeah, and there's some very visceral imagery in there. If you'll... Because well, I'm watching Richie look through it and he's just... He's making yeah. faces. Like, oh, well, <laughs> well, I uh, I recently read... I can't remember what image comic I read, but I was reading some stuff over the weekend... And uh, they had a preview for that in the back. And I went, oh, this is kind of very, like, thing-like. Uh, the John Carpenter movie, which I absolutely love. And I said, oh, I'm going to have to, you know, check this out when this yeah. comes out. And then... Uh, the funny thing to me is you pull the books. I do pull the books. How do you not notice that this was the book you wanted to check out? You just he, didn't even pull yourself He, he pulls all the books up. That's the funniest thing. He's yeah, like, uh, exactly. oh, yeah, I'm just pulling books, whatever. Yeah, exactly. It so, goes into a haze every now and then where it's just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's him every day. Sheet one, sheet yeah, two, pretty sheet much. Three. So, uh, and we sold out of it. So, I definitely want to check it out. It looks um, gory it, and awesome. And, it's uh, very twisted. I like it's very it. much in the horror vein yeah. of, yeah. of storytelling. So, which uh, which I dig. If it's done well, it can be fantastic. Yeah, so. Absolutely, fantastic. that would be rough. Instead of getting a cold, you get like a third eyeball under your armpit. That would. Ah! Be- <laughs> It's so itchy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Zach's got the big one. Like Here we go. Uh, my pick, because of course, what you doing if, over there? If you guys, uh, the DC book. If you guys know me, if you've been listening to the podcast what? at all, um, you know that uh, Jeff Johns' book's going to come out, and I have to review it and talk about it and make it my number one. And this one deservedly so. Yeah. This is Doomsday Clock number one. Uh, we did a midnight event for it we last did. week. Um, we have sold a ton yeah. of copies of this. Um, I'm holding one of the lenticulars right now. Mm-hmm. And this is uh, written by Jeff Johns, artwork by Gary Frank. Um, the colors are Brad Anderson. Yes, and he is a great, 
He's just fantastic. Yeah, I think you're coming around on why this coloring thing is such an important thing in this issue. Uh, yeah, this was um, this was great. Uh, so this is the sequel, quote unquote, to Watchmen, but it's also the Watchmen characters uh, meeting some of the DCU characters. Uh, when this was announced, you know, a long time ago, mm-hmm. uh, you know, people were going, "Oh man, this is gonna be." You know, Batman versus Rorschach and Superman versus Doctor Manhattan, and they're gonna fight, and it's gonna be gimmicky. Yes. Uh, this is, to me, in my opinion, uh, this was not gimmicky. This was somebody who, again, as always, in my opinion, who, who I love, Jeff Johns. Mm-hmm. I love that he. I felt like, and 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 he put out a long time ago that he was in England with Gary Frank at a pub, and they were going through Watchmen. And they had, you know, those, like, little sticky notes of using, like, collagen stuff. Yeah. But they had, like, hundreds right. of different color-coded things. And then he put out a picture of it. Mm-hmm. And after reading this, I could totally see it. Yeah. Down to the background details. The same stores, the same kind of, um, the same kind of, and bringing up Brad Anderson, the same kind of color palette. Yes. Uh, the same kind of... Well, and that's one of the things about... A Watchmen, which we did a podcast of yes. Watchmen, and the thing about it was, um, uh, we all discussed what we felt like the ending, mm-hmm. how it would go. Yes, and I think all of us really kind of agreed that you can't stop humans from being humanity. Yes, you know, yes. and they'll and, find a way to screw it up. Right, and it feels like Jeff Johns had the same kind of idea. Yes, and this is what I love about this comic. Uh, the most is that it takes it further into that and it doesn't feel forced which is a really difficult thing to do when you're taking alan moore you know sure and um i think it was john higgins was the artist or the colorist for watchmen yeah 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 yeah, yeah, and his colors were super important that time i mentioned them um, yes yes. and i think that in this comic they do the same exact focus on color art and writing yes it is a three-piece agenda 100 percent, and everybody's firing on all cylinders yes and and that's again like i said yeah it's um they're taking their time this is a very um and we you know and we've talked about this this past week since it's happened uh, some of the complaints have been it's slow it's long it's but that's watchmen yeah um so it's one of those things where like it's definitely a slow burn it is, uh, and I was actually, but that's one of the things that so impressed me so much, uh-huh. was that in this issue it was set up, you were figuring out the world, you're figuring out the questions, New questions, yep. and um, you get a little hint of what they're going to be doing, but it was not, I'll tell you, this is not a spoiler, but Superman's on two pages? Yeah, if that. Two pages out of this oversized book. Yeah. And I, and I found that really... Um, uh, I, I found that very uh, Especially optimistic with, for the series. Yeah, which with, with all the talk of the crossover and the button and thing like that, I felt like this there was going to be a lot more DC influence in it, and it really felt more of like a Watchmen continuation. Like, yes, where were our old friends now? Yes, and I mean they are delving into some of the stuff Absolutely. from Rebirth and the Doomsday Clock, so they're not forgetting that. But it is not. Oh, Rorschach of the comedian, they're going to go and hang out with Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman. It's not that at all. Doesn't seem close to that, no. Not, doesn't seem close. It really feels like Jeff Johns wanted to try. And I, and actually, I'll put it to the guy, uh, Denny Villeneuve, who did Blade Runner. Yes. He wants to do a fantastic sequel to a loved movie. Correct. Or loved comic. Yes. And I think that both of them are taking their time and they're trying to do it right, not just... Right. Superman fighting Manhattan cool by this comic. Yeah, this is a very unique comic. Uh, I have uh, had to sell it to people that weren't necessarily interested in buying it. And I said, I'm pretty sure that this is one of those comics you just need to own. It'll be like a Watchmen-esque. It's, it's within yes. that same caliber. Yes. I'm never going to say it's as good because Watchmen's earned that much. Sure. But for anything to even come close to that, touching the sun that close, I think this is the closest I've seen. Yeah, uh, and so everyone that has come back since reading it told me, "Oh yeah, absolutely great, loved it." Yeah, and I and again, I am spoiled. Well, it's, it's more complimentary complimentary than it is uh, patronizing. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, one hundred percent. And I will say that uh, I am spoiled with DC and having to get comics every week. That the concept of waiting for this monthly 
does have it's me kind brutal. of scratching my, to me. I'm gonna have this really weird scar on my shoulder because I just keep scratching it. All you people that can't wait, it's funny as hell. I know, it's brutal. You're like, all right, whatever. <laughs> right. You know how fast, the older you get, you know how fast time starts flying? <laughs> I mean, A year is gonna it. be gone in a hiccup, dude. Yeah. It's just not even a thing at I this get point it. in my I'm just... life. <laughs> so, <laughs> but yeah. Next thing you know, it's three weeks later and we're reading the next one. I know. Well, for those... For those Damn that, it. for those that haven't picked up Watchmen or Doomsday Clock, touch his belly. I'm not touching. For those that <laughs> that that haven't read it, I would say that yes. I wouldn't even be scared if you're if you see issue three out there, buy, buy it, it. Yeah. grab the second one, grab the first one, then read them whenever you get them in order, Absolutely. and you'll be fine. You can read them out of order too. We'll just be really confusing. Uh, out of and order, I don't know if that's a I don't great know if idea. That's yeah, great. Just be really and also the other thing right. that I the other thing that I will just suggest for this comic, it's not a must. Uh, it's not a must. That's a that's an underline. But I believe if you read Watchmen first, you'll get a lot more out of this experience. Yes. Now, does it mean that you have to read Watchmen or you're not going to understand anything? No. No. It's all set up for you in this issue. You do not need to read Watchmen, but. I think the two, for in my opinion, uh-huh. seeing the amount of crazy effort Gary Frank, Jeff Johns, um, and Brad Anderson, the colors went to yeah. to homage. It's almost a disservice to the creators of this Doomsday Clock to not understand what they were trying to praise in the first place. Exactly. Yeah. You should read Watchmen as a comic book reader or reader in general. And, and that's one of the things I found so interesting because of this came out. A lot, a lot of, people of people have, have not read Watchmen. Yeah. So it's very interesting to me. So yeah, but as the, as we get older and the Ooh, audience, we, yeah, we discuss it. Gets yeah. younger, you're going to run into a bunch of people who've never read Watchmen there, or never no, read anything. It. I get it. It's, it's, just like a, Returns, it's just Watchmen, like the same people who go, "I've cool. never watched The Godfather," and you right. go, "What?" Yeah. So yeah, I get we it. We have that's a different. We have a employee here that thinks that Watchmen's a little dated. Who? Who's that? Kelly? Oh. <laughs> I told her to read it, and she's like, "I tried to look at the artwork, and it's really just." And I'm like, read it. <laughs> I get it. It's Dave Gibbons. Yeah. Anyway, I'm sorry. Anyway. But um, yeah, Doomsday Clock. She is lo- it. Loved it. Um, definitely pick it up. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, there you go. All Absolutely. Right. All right. From there, I think we move right into Spinning the Racks. Spinning the Racks. Spin in the racks. The fun part about today is that I get to take Sean's place because I'm way out of my element here. Um, we it's, are. He's read as Batman. It's I'm I'm not <laughs> disagreeing with that. I I have expanded my walls a lot thanks done to with you strangers guys. Strangers in Paradise. Yet? I'm not done with Strangers in Paradise. I am halfway through Guardians of the Galaxy, Admiral Landing's run. Um, mm. he, he said he hates it. I don't. I really <laughs> love it. I, in fact, when I reading it, the only thing I really want from the movies now is Rocket and Cosmo to get in a fight because mm-hmm. yes. it's the best part of that book is those two. Lids. I don't know what bugs me about them. I just <laughs> I, don't, I don't like talking animals. <laughs> so good, but in fact, I, that they're floating around in a celestial the head. head. Yeah, <laughs> amazing dude. Yeah. I will say that because of you guys, when I started many years ago, I've I, I'm I'm a capes and tights guy it's just the thing i uh, i like i'm incredibly into ninjas as yeah, i may have noticed. i have might have mentioned that once or twice but uh but i do i'm not one of the people that's like oh i'm not reading that if it looks outside of my wheelhouse you know yeah. i you love work here i well no i love i love <laughs> venturing into these kind of things and a lot of things that you i see you have i've actually looked and read i just i'm not versed in this world mm-hmm. as much as you guys are. I'm not either. That's a lie. That's a lie. I don't feel like I am. <laughs> I know, but As much lie. stuff as I've read, dude, there's so much other stuff I haven't so, read. So, right. so, but that's the truth. Yeah, but, that's the truth. But, but to everyone here, you're the expert when it comes to this stuff. Correct. So what, um, we, are, what we are doing is we are going to look at offbeat comics. Comics yes. that are very independent, not yes. even like Image. We're yeah, talking yes, yeah, because we've done some we've done some podcasts before about independence, right? Boom Studios, The Boys, mm-hmm. Spawn, things like that. We're not talking about that. No, we're talking about stuff that was Xeroxed, 
printed, got into diamond somehow. Right. Didn't get a diamond. They just got sent to us. Right. As is, uh, so, so a lot of these people end up selling their books at cons or at smaller yep. or, shows. Or they do a lot of collections, which we're going to be talking about. Uh, I actually have it. I had a. I don't know if I still have it, but I had a whole entire run of this book. Of that? Yeah. <laughs> so, so th- and this all came about because of one of our listeners. So yep. he's listening right now. Uh, who? It was Cameron Johnson. Cam- Cameron Johnson sent yep. us a comic book called Twilight of the Bat. Yes. Uh, it's an independent comic, and he wanted uh, us three to uh, read it, review, and yeah, talk about it's it. It's so independent, it's not in Diamond. No. It's actually produced by Cold Cube Press. Yes. Which I think you can only get it direct from the artist. I, I think, think that's so. what yeah. who, who sells it, basically. Yeah, right, yeah. So it's it's very, very much an underground book. Yes. Um, yeah. It's one of those things where you either hear about it because of a friend, maybe you met the guy, like I said, at a show, show. Yes. or something mm-hmm. like that, or you happen mm-hmm. to live in the same hometown as them. Whatever it may be, that's how you stumble across mm-hmm. a book like this. Or you just luck and fall ass backwards into it. Right. Which happens sometimes. Right. That's, how I, that's how I first found Johnny the Homicidal Mania, because I fell... I fell backwards into that one. Had no idea what it was. Saw the first issue. Picked it up because it looked kind of a little different. Uh-huh. Started yeah. started reading it. Bought it. Started reading it in a, in a doctor's office. And I didn't laugh so hard in a very long time is when <laughs> I read that first issue. But I'm warped like that. That stranger off the cuff type humor. I love it, man. <laughs> it reminds me a lot of like um, back in the day, like Robert Crumb. Is that his name? Crumb is a whole other animal that could be discussed <laughs> at infinitum. All by himself. Right. <laughs> so, but I, I, I do know, like... He's, he's like, you could do a lot do of one. psychological yeah. <laughs> We should do one about Robert Crumb. I do like Robert Crumb, but... Um, yeah, so uh, he, he sent this to us, and he wanted to hear what we thought about it. So let's being a huge break Batman that down people. first for yeah. him, and thank you. We yes. love when listeners provide us with a topic or a comment that they want to hear us Talk yeah, about. let us know if you guys really go, man. I want to hear what you guys think about. We'll do it. Yeah, we'll 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 talk about it. So, um, uh, so if it weren't this, we were going to talk about how we do our toenail clippings. Something. So I mean, yes. it was, was going to be real boring. I was going to go ahead and bow out of that. <laughs> so I think that I think I want to hear because he sent it. He wanted to, specifically. I think what Sean was saying is that he wanted to hear what the Batman. Superhero capes, people. You and me. Yes. Figure feel about this. Yes. And you being the biggest Batman fan here, what do you yes. think about this? So, uh, Twilight of the Bat. For those that haven't read it, uh, it it is a a very independent uh, singular story of a what looks to be a futuristic it's a homage, apocalyptic homage yeah. to the end Bat- of Batman. Yeah. The end of Batman. Um, it is to me um, as a reader of Batman. It it's someone I think whoever wrote who who was the writer on this? Let's give the actual credit there. Yeah. Story that cover. Uh, Josh Simmons. Josh Simmons is a Batman fan. Um, or he's read enough Batman and dislikes yeah, him just, enough right. that he decided One to write like this. <laughs> to me, it felt like a very long strip comic that you'd see at the bottom of a Mad comic, like a Mad magazine. Um, I. There's there's wackiness to it. There's over the topness, uh, and then there's a certain poignancy as well, like very, um, a very serious take on the relationship of Batman and Joker. Yes, and almost, you know, if you were to strip down everything, the glam, what yes. what they actually are, the ideology the core, of one yeah. can't exist without the other. Right, the core the core concept. So, um, I I liked it. I thought it was great. I don't mm-hmm. know if it's something. Uh, it's not something that I would have in my collection. Mm-hmm. It is something that I'm happy I read. Then you're not a true Batman fan. Sure, I'm not. A, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I've never claimed to be a true Batman fan. I just am the Batman fan that I like. That's, you know? There you go. Yeah. Um, but it is you a disgust uh, me. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, there are things in there I really enjoyed. There are things uh, I didn't. I felt like they just did it to go over the top. And I appreciate it on a level, but it's just not for me. And uh, I, there, are, there are just so many other stories I would rather have, like, I, I'd rather read. You know, this is something that would be in a, if it were in my comic book collection, I would possibly, like, it would be something I find, like, five years later and, like, oh, crap, I need to read that stuff. Gotcha. Yeah. It's just a one and done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it, that's, I do like that concept of, and that's why I felt like it was, it had a point to make, and it makes that point. Yeah. Um, and I think that 
the rest of its kind of uh, wacky banter, like fluff, um, and uh, that's fine. But I, I'm not against it. It's just not me. Gotcha. What about you? Uh, well, I was gonna because uh, I think I'm in the middle between you okay, guys. So you want to go to this guy? Yeah. No, go you first. Oh, okay. Well, uh, I enjoyed it um, quite a bit. Um, like I said, I'm in the I'm in the middle because because I am a big Batman and superhero fan, but I'm also not a uh, Batman. Um, what's the word? I'm Fanatic. To yeah. Purist. Purist. Yeah. yeah. I I am not. I am I am not. Um, I'm not worried about it being perfect all the time. Right. Uh, when you have whiny cry Batman, you have stoic Batman, you have weird Batman. I, they're all cool to me. That's right. fine. I don't need it to all be like Michael Keaton, like no. you know, whatever. Yeah. Whatever. What, yeah. Times. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, so if you're somebody who has to have a Batman a certain way, and if it's not like that, you would very dislike this. Book you will very lot. dislike this Great. book. Yeah. But 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 I understand what he's Does doing. You really like Frank Miller. Well, yeah. Well, and that's things that go into what you. I, I really like Frank Miller. Yes. Well, and and I'm sure you'll talk about it when you get there. But I felt the same thing with the Frank Miller stuff. This is a book where they're taking the two archetypes of Batman and the Joker. They're not calling them Batman and the Joker because it's independence and it's right. unofficial. Right. Um, so you really can't. But one's dressed like a clown and one's dressed like Batman. Uh-huh. And he wants to talk about the thing that has been brought up by many great Batman writers about how um, their relationship between the two, um, both on an archetypal level, you know, like... Uh, you can't have one without the other. You gotta have the good and the bad. The yin and the yang. The yin and the yang. But also on a personal level, mm-hmm. like um, the feelings that uh, Joker uh, may have for Batman, which has been brought up before mm-hmm. in comics. So it's nothing new there. Um, the thing I do like about independent comics, especially like this, is that this is this. All comics take a measure of heart and love and passion and. Um, grit to get it out there uh-huh. but this takes even more because as Sean was saying we can't order this right so this was given to um, our customer or he bought it at a local shop or at a local show uh-huh. the only way to get this is through his uh, website or you know through the that website and he handmade you know he you know he yeah. drew everything he wrote it he did everything so I so I see the um, the appeal and the and, the, and I have a lot of respect for that. I agree with you. There are some things that happened in there that were over the top and that I just went, okay, whatever. But there were some things in there that I thought were um, very good. And I think that uh, there was some st- strong storytelling uh, ability shown in this. I don't think it was a mess. I don't think, uh, you were reading it, I was going, this makes no sense, the point is weird, it's stupid, and, you know, which d- can happen right. with some independent weird stuff, is that you're like, what's this about? And you go, oh, it's about religion. Well, what are you talking about? Right. You've not talked about it at once. But that did not happen here. So, um, so I really enjoyed it. I think that it is, um, I honestly think that it's a really good, I think that it's great that you read it, mm-hmm. and I think that people should read this to get them out of that comfort zone. Well, yeah. And that, I think I think that that's one of the biggest things with this, is to take the comics that you love, mm-hmm. uh, superhero comics or Batman comics, if you want to be specific, and take a look at them on a more boiled-down level than what you're used to. Right. The, um, when, when you were talking, it, it sent me into a thing about one of, one of the things about this that you can see when you read it or feel is that there's no polish, you know? Like, it's his thought to paper and out there, you know? Because yes. there, there are certain things that happen in it well, where you're, where you're like... The art is hyper-stylistic right. and for what this is. I mean, the person's just getting the story out there with the right. art. It's, well, not, yeah. it's not necessarily horrible art, no, but, but it's used to tell yes, what the right, story Right, but he is. has a story to tell, and he's telling it. And, like, there are certain things that may have even been written by uh, known writers. You know, yes. I'm not even going to say better writers, but known writers, you know... And an editor would have gone, no, yeah. don't do that, you know? Yes. And here, you, that that's not there. There's exactly. That step's completely gone, and he can put out whatever he wants. And that, I, I, I do enjoy the rawness of it, you know? Yes, yeah, yeah. And that's the thing, is that it is raw, 
and it is but i think that's that's a positive Mm -hmm. um i really enjoyed reading it i'm happy that i read it uh i might actually consider getting one of these just because it is so um it is so offbeat and when people say that superhero comics or comic books or people who spend their lives doing this sort of thing um that oh it's just all the same thing and it doesn't uh uh you know uh, there's nothing going on there yeah. you know this is a book and the stuff we're going to be talking about after well, this it's, it's a is pretty anyone that comes story. i will keep this copy here because anyone that tells me that batman and batman versus superman is not their batman i'm just going to hand this to him be like, well, whose Batman is this? <laughs> there you go. That's uh, hilarious. That is hilarious. So, um, so overall, I really liked it. I'm very happy that we got it sent to us. Yes, thank Cause, you. Because yeah, because I never would have known that it existed. Absolutely. Now that I've, uh, you know, and uh, I've contacted the author the of uh, this one, seeing maybe we can get some copies here for the store. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you're not local, um, like I said, you can go to the Cold Cube Press and get it through that. So. Um, uh, yeah, you know what? Well, and it's possible he, he doesn't have any copies left. He may not have any yeah. copies left because he had read what he could. <laughs> exactly. Um, so I really enjoyed it. It was a real different thing that I'm used to. Uh, like you mm-hmm. know, like I said, yeah. uh, uh, I've been like you for many for a long time now, just reading superhero comics. Um, last night I read a handful of them, mm-hmm. and today I just read this out of the blue. Didn't even know it was here until Sean showed it to me when I walked in. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I got put in somewhere totally different I never thought I would read today and that's pretty cool I yeah. think so there you go Johnny boy what about you my friend so I read stuff like this yeah and this is such lot. in your wheelhouse when I was reading I was like this doesn't well so the I like capes and tight stuff just I know fine. you do yeah it's yeah. fine but honestly the stories get super repetitive because a lot of people tell a similar story with their spin on it absolutely so that gets boring to me yeah. so for me I always like going out and seeing what else is out there. I'm like, oh, dip my toe in this water. Screw right. it. See right. if it's cold or not. Right. See if it's warm. See if this is like accepting water for mm-hmm. what I want mm-hmm. it to be. You know? And mm-hmm. this kind of book is, I personally found it hilarious, but I have a really warped sense of humor. Oh, no. There's some funny stuff in here, too. <laughs> yes. I, and you do have a warped sense of humor, yes. But this is the, I mean, this is such a perfect example of why the two can't exist without, like, one can't exist without the other. Right. It goes all the way back to Dark Knight Returns for me, uh-huh. with Frank Miller, and when the Joker comes back from being comatose in a prison, when Batman comes back, right. you gotta have one without, you yeah. can't have one without the other. You gotta right. have one if you have the other. That's right. that's very much how those two stories intertwined in that book, and that's very much how this is intertwined, because they're technically the last two people on the planet, right. as far as you know. Yeah. Everything else is burned to the ground, and he stumbles across the, the Joker character, and of course, the Joker character is just trying to entertain him, and entertain him and keep the levity up. And by doing some really, really whacked out stuff, like yes. I said, which I found Hilarious. really funny. Yes, you did. Um, but at the same time, you know, they stumble across, well, they wake up one morning after being asleep. And they yes. stumble across an event that happens where it looks like there's possibly more people. So right. that gives the Batman character hope where they start continuing their journey. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, things end up... Very interesting. Right. There's a turn. <laughs> There's a turn. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then you, you get a, you get to see at the end of the book just how just how much one needs the other. Right. So to me it's a very it's a very s- simple story to tell, but very intricate in the way he tells it. Because you can't really I mean you could just be straightforward with this book, but the little little nuances and little things he puts into it I I thoroughly enjoyed. Uh-huh. Yeah. The interesting thing as well is that they don't really, because he doesn't have the license, what I find uh, at the core of this raw comic is how well, one, the Bat Mythos, uh, one, we're comic book guys, so I think it, it, but I don't think that you, you can hand this to many people, they may not get the content, but they'd understand the characters. Sure. There's no backstory needed here. No. You know, and it doesn't start with a backstory, it doesn't try to tell you anything outside of like, look at this guy that kind of looks like Batman and this guy that kind of looks like Joker and how that dynamic carries itself through yes. a story. Yep. You know, and and I I really enjoy that, you know. I think I I think it would be interesting to show people cuz it it does knock you out of a little box that you're in. Yes. Conceptually of those those characters, sure. but yep. um but that's that's it's just great. 
Very nice. Yeah, so I thank like you again for sending it. And again, yeah, uh, remember, uh, listeners, if you guys ever want us to talk about something, feel free to go on Facebook. You don't have to send us yeah, stuff. You don't, you don't have to send us anything. Ideas, yeah, you don't have to send us anything. But if you want to just come in the store, send us through Facebook, email, doesn't matter, and just say, hey, I would really love to hear you guys talk about whatever. Image, Dark Horse, Batman, Hellboy, whatever you want. You know, mm-hmm. we're always willing to listen to suggestions. Right. So, um, And then for the last little bit of today, we wanted to talk about some offbeat comics, kind of like that, that that both Sean and I enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um, Sean has a couple. I only have one to talk about, so I'll do it really quickly. Well, yours, your one is one I that you, made you Yes. Read. That's all of mine. <laughs> yes. All of mine are what Sean made me read. Exactly. Um, uh, many years ago, there was a book called Demon by Jason Shiga. And the first issue came out. Uh, Sean read it. We ordered some copies. Well, the funny thing is, so the main reason I even ordered that book, just to interject real yeah, quick, yeah, yeah, yeah. there was a book before that okay. that got handed to me called Meanwhile. Oh, okay. And it was a choose-your-own-adventure book. And I hadn't seen one of those books since I was in, like, middle school. Dude. Right. But there was, like, over 3,000 different possible stories in crap. this book. <laughs> the way he had set it up. That's and he awesome. completely designed this book. And I loved the hell out of it. So. Right. In the early days of the store, I ordered a ton of those, and we sold a ton of those just based off the fact that it was a choose-your-own-adventure book, and it right. was such a wacky little story. The entire story is, do you choose chocolate, or do you choose ice or vanilla ice cream? Right, and then it oh, just takes that off. Was him? Yeah. Oh, no. And then based off of... I never read it. You say, okay, I choose vanilla. And well, then, if you choose vanilla, guess what? You go home, and your dad asks you, what'd you do today, son? Right. He's like, oh, nothing. Do you do this That's or that? it. Right. But if you chose chocolate... The infinite possibilities of choosing chocolate <laughs> and what happened. Because if you're just vanilla, well, you're vanilla, you're just vanilla. Right. But if you go outside the box and choose Brilliant. something with flavor, it was awesome. Brilliant. The, the book was yeah. amazing. Yeah. So the whole reason I even like ordered up on this book, and he w- it was originally supposed to be 27 or 28 issues. Yeah, uh-huh. something like that. Yeah. The whole reason I I uh, ordered this and ordered kind of heavy on it is because of that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then I got this book in, read it, and I immediately handed it to Zach. And I was like, this is hilarious. You have to read this. Yeah. And I read the first <laughs> issue, and I loved it. Then we never saw an issue two. It was a while. It was a long time. Right. And Which then happens big time in these very independent books. You think Image yes. has an issue. These, these ones are really tough. Yes. And then he decided recently just to come out in four graphic novels um, for to it. To tell all of his To tell the entire story. story. So, it's okay. just, so it's finished now. I'm reading through it, and... Um, it's dark. It's is messed this the up. One you showed me last night. Yes. Too? Yes. Okay. Okay. Yes. Uh, I love it. It's when That's we're talking. That we were just talking about yep. that last night, and we're doing okay. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and we we're talking about offbeat comics and stuff like that. That one I really enjoy. Uh-huh. Um, it's re- like Sean says. It's smartly written. It's funny. It's messed up, but um, but yeah, it's it's really good. Yeah, okay. you, you start off with a person who doesn't even realize that they're a demon. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> right. It's awesome. <laughs> All right. So. Moving on to something else. So I, I, was, I started buying this book, I, I don't even know how long ago. I, it had to be maybe 15, possibly longer years. It was, a, it was a book, super underground book, and I only I only picked it up originally because I kind of liked the cover and the art was weird. It's called Arsenic Lullaby. Okay. So it was an anthology book. There was two or three stories always going on in it. And it kind of rotated to what, like what was the big story in the book. It was one right. of those anthology books. Um, the one that always caught my interest, though, like the other two were kind of goofy, wacky stories, uh-huh. but the one I loved was one about the one about Edgar Braze, and he is a government baby killer. A government baby killer. Yeah. So okay. he's not an abortion doctor. Right. He's a baby assassin. He's a field agent for the United States Census Bureau. So to keep the population the down, he depopulates the area by killing babies. It is such a whacked out idea and a whacked out story. <laughs> that is such a hard premise but it, to it sell. Is, so the, well, the thing about it is, it, it's seriously really dark comedy because it, it's right. funny. Because some of right. the babies fight back and some, like the stuff he gets into. When I was reading this, I was like, "Is this for real, dude?" Right. <laughs> you know? uh, it's one of those books where you just you just read it. and You're like, "I'm, I'm really reading this. All right, this is the so imagery is a agent, and he's like trying to hide behind a pillow and a one of those." Anim- animal those ducks that you can yeah. that, look, that are like on a spring, the spring in the playground the that playground, you can kind of bounce yeah. around on but he's getting ready to jump a baby <laughs> with a pillow <laughs> so 
yeah, this it's just a, it was a wacky, wacky book, and they actually the funny thing is I had all the issues because I liked it that much, and it was just it was just so out there that I had to read it. It seems like these are the manifestation of those twisted jokes you're not supposed to it's tell. Com- that a lot of these are going to be there, right. yeah. Yeah. But you just laugh hysterically at it. Yeah, because anyway. you shouldn't be laughing right. at this. It shouldn't right. be funny. But it's funny if you right. if you look at everything like the comedian would look at it sure. in, in Watchmen. Exactly. It's all just a joke. Yes. To me, that's how I kind of yep, live life. Much. Life is one yeah. big big I joke, and we're not getting great. out of here alive. Right. So why not laugh at some things? That's great. That's so great. it's it's not appropriate, and if you get offended easily, you lot. probably don't want to read it. <laughs> I don't know how many of these are actually appropriate for anyone but adults. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But yeah, this one I think. This Even is the actually Twilight of the Bat, yeah, I, I would so. suggest the children. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, no, this is yeah, this is the Arsenic Lullaby Omnibus, which collects the first, I think, at least ten years of it. I don't think it collects all of it. I don't remember if it collected all of it or not. But yeah, it's it might actually still be available. Man, it's great. Maybe I like it. Cool. That's another thing about these is a lot of the things we're some, saying some is going to be tough to find, be guys. It's just not. Yeah. Um, so another one. I read this one because you told I me to. I made you read it. <laughs> yep. We got this in on accident. It's called it, Zonzo. It is hilarious. By Joan Cornella. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's there's not really any words in it. No. It's just kind of like a picture book. And it reminded me of that book, White Cube. Okay. You remember that one? Yeah, I think Where's so. Where's the two, the two guys just stumbling through life in these oh, yeah. really yeah. psychotic, weird adventures? Yes. And there's no, like I said, there's no words in it, so anybody could pick it up and look at it. But it's definitely not for kids. Well, definitely not. <laughs> so twisted. Like, so... they're like one-off. It'd be stuff you would read and it, it, it's presented like what you would read in a newspaper. Correct. Where you got six panels or four panels to tell a right. quick story. And then it takes takes like this it takes a really drastically yeah very sadistic twist completely messed up turn you think you know what you're looking at in the first four panels and the last three you change that drastically <laughs> just like what in the hell yes <laughs> yeah so like i said it's another one another another dark humor book right. that and again it's all just images um there's just i don't know like one one innocent one i guess we could look at is there's, there's a there. yeah there's a there's a <laughs> boy looking at a, a mascot and then the mascot takes his mask off and his his face is the same exact shape yeah as it's the, the same shape as the mascot just hideously deformed <laughs> and like bleeding out of places and they're both very happy that they can be themselves yeah. <laughs> so yeah but you get all of that contextually right within those six panels of simple art yes right that's how much yeah. that's how that's how deep <laughs> yeah, that actually it's, goes it's really weirdly. deep and it's just and every single one, like all of them, are horrible, yeah. horrible, and not there isn't a single page I didn't just kind of go <laughs> to. Well, yeah, like, just yeah, a quick little wonder. giggle, and then you're like, oh, I shouldn't have done that. I shouldn't yes. laugh at that. That shouldn't be. Funny. There's a lot of moments where you're like, I shouldn't have done that. Absolutely. <laughs> so, all right. So I have a couple other to just throw out there. Some of these I think I made Zach read. I don't remember. Did you ever read the number from Thomas Ott? No. So the number is another, it's a story, it's a hardcover book, it's just like this, where you're, the entire story is this number. Okay. And the sequence of the number, when you, you see it in the sequence, because it's a really long number, like one, seven, three, eight, whatever the hell the number was, but when you get to the very end of the sequence, you die and the number passes on to somebody else. Oh, interesting. Okay. So you can go through like a good chunk of your life seeing parts of the number. Oh, cool. Okay. And eventually it'll move on to somebody else uh, but the story the entire the, the thing that was so different to me is that the story is the number oh yeah that's your story that is interesting and it's it was just a weird wild i don't like i don't i think that's another one that's out of print currently that i can't uh-huh. get because we had it in the store forever yeah yeah i know it's great <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah if, if you can find it it was a cool book and a lot of thomas ott stuff i think he's i want to say he was an italian Oh, okay. But a lot of his stuff does not have words, and they're all just very. The, the story is completely told through the art. Okay. So you're going through. It's like the Marvel Muff said. Muff said. Silent yeah. issues, that kind of stuff. So if you're into that kind of thing, those are really, really interesting stories to be told without words, just with the pictures. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, did you ever read Charles Burns' Black Hole? No. Okay, really? Yeah. No, Didn't I have, you have it. it. Yeah, I have it. I, I think you're fired. I know. Hey, Zach got fired today. It was me. <laughs> hey, there you go. So Charles Burns, he put this book out over the course of probably 14 years. Okay. Yep. And he would do about one issue a year. Mm. Dang. Oh, yeah, yeah. And <laughs> so it was, and I collected the entire thing from start to finish. Oof. 
but it took you want to talk some waiting you're right. talking about doomsday clock waiting yeah, some that's of these some books you deal. wait yeah, this is the, how they nuts. come out but it was that was a really cool story that had to deal with a sexually transmitted disease for teenagers mm-hmm. where it would mutate them but they became outcasts. They didn't get like superpowers or anything like that. They basically became outcasts and had to get kicked out of their homes and go live on the outskirts of society because they okay. weren't accepted anymore. So they're exiled from society. They're exiled from society. I like it. And it, just the things that go on with them trying to all grow up, have this sexual tra- sexual transmitted diseases where they like grow tails and grow like mouths under their boob right. and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and then have to deal with other people with the same ailments. And some people don't get along with other people. Right. So that was a very, very good, if you've never read Black Hole or anything Charles Burns, actually. Because, like, I think he did a three hardcover trilogy. It was X'd Out, The High, but I can't remember the last one. But they were all these really wild stories that continued from one to another. But you didn't, you could also read those books completely separate and never have to read them together. Right, they were all one issue. So, um, has anybody read Orkstein? No. By James Stoke. Orc stain. Orc stain. Yeah. Like the, like the mythical beast orc. Yeah. Like yes. half. It's a, It's half all about man. It's all about orcs. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's specifically centered on this one orc. I but really it's feel about, like I've seen it. It's an image book. Yeah, it's an image okay. book. But they they really delve into he really delves into like a rich backstory of the entire, mm-hmm. the entire society of orcs basically. So it was okay. and it's really really highly detailed drawn. Because yeah. he does so much stuff in, yes, in his pages, and it's, it's maybe not everybody's art right. style, but it's it's up there. That's kind of how I feel cool. like with a, oh crap, what's his name? Morbius, 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 oh, Morbius? Yeah, yeah, Morbius. Yeah. There's high, it's highly detailed and very like. There's I, a lot of little yeah, things. Just a so lot many tiny lines, little things. A lot like, of things going like on. Like a Where's Waldo picture every time. Kind of. That's yeah. exactly how his stuff is too. Yeah. Cool. Um, so you might give that a shot. I made you both read Screwed Up. Yes. 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 That's by Constantine. I was going to bring that up, Dish- and I knew Dish- you would. Well, yeah. 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 yeah that's one of the newer ones that we all sat and read. Yeah, it was just a quickie one-off graphic novel, but it was hilarious. It was great. It yeah. was hilarious. When I, <laughs> Again, twisted. When I read it, I laughed my ass off, and then I was like, hey, you need to read this. <laughs> yeah, you also you also said I was a dude in it. I would never say that You did. That is true. And so I was reading the whole time, like, trying to relate to this dude, and then things happen, and I'm like, ah. Sadly, again, that's out of print, and we can't get any more. Yeah. Yeah, Um, we tried to look it up today, and it's gone. I was like, Absolutely. (laughs) And to be completely honest, we could do many shows on this. Right. Well, and the other thing I was going to bring up uh, before closing is that the really cool part about... I got, like, two more. Okay. So do your two first. Okay, my two. Yeah. Um, I know none of you have really read anything by Jason. I, I loved his book, I Killed Adolf Hitler, where he goes back in time to kill Adolf Hitler. Jason. His stuff, yeah, it just goes by Jason. Okay. Um, like I think he's, Queen? Is he Swedish? Or? He might be Swedish. But yeah, he's all of his stuff is very simplistically drawn. They usually look like dogs, simple pencil line dogs, that kind of stuff. Okay. But the stories are so wild and involved just with whatever the story crazy is. Adventure. They take you on crazy mm-hmm. adventures. Yeah. Nice. Excellent. So his stuff's really good. Jason, okay. Um, another guy along those same lines that I really liked, a Canadian guy named Seth. He just goes by Seth. Um, but he did, he did George Sprott. Oh, okay. Which was very much like... Um, What's the oh god? Why, Citizen Kane. It's, mm. it's oh, okay. like reading a weird comic adaptation of Citizen Kane, but it's not Citizen Kane. Okay. So he did that. It, so it's dramatic. Very much so. Okay. That one is. Right. And then he did another one that's a complete and total look at the comic collector called Wimbledon Green. Okay. That one was awesome. That sounds awesome. Because it, it goes with the the whole the idea of how far you will go to get collecting. whatever collecting you're trying to get done. Awesome. Nice. And how much you're trying to show up the other collectors. And right, of course. Like, oh, yeah. I have this issue and check right. this out. Yeah, but that's nice. another one that's just like an off, weird little thing. And then the last one I'd talk about uh, was Therefore Repent. Mm, yeah, I've read that one. Yeah. Which is all about Jim Monroe. Okay. So it's basically about the rapture. Okay. The rapture happens... A bunch of people get sucked up, and then people are trying to deal with not the being fact that they're up. not the chosen ones. Yeah, yeah. even the, some religious people were not sucked up, right. and some were. And yeah, <laughs> that's a great. That sounds like a great premise. Um, the only thing that I was going to add is uh, the world that we live in today. A lot of these indie comics uh, can actually sprout out of the internet. Yes, and we're actually getting collections mm-hmm. of internet comics that then become physical comics, and we sell like. 
a yep. percentage of those. It's going to yep. get enough fan right. base that asks for it. So um, there's there's lots of ways to dive into this wackiness and very outside and very raw, independent comic book reading. And I do suggest if you are um, thinking about um, getting into the very vast world that is comic books and really trying to take that to the cor- each well, corner each corner that they take you to. If you're trying to go to a, and a further end of the comic book realm that's not just capes and tights or superheroes there's so much different stuff out there it was the same way i felt like when i was watching a ton of movies i worked at a hollywood video for a long time and i watched a crap ton of movies and then i watched a foreign film once and my mind was like melted (laughs) because like they do so many weird things different things and there's not a lot of you know problem they don't don't follow the formula yeah there's no formula and you you don't realize how much of a formula there is sure Um, and these break that and and that's why I think that they're important to talk about. So I'm really gl- glad one of our listeners yes. brought that up. Yes. Um, thank you again. Yes, thank you again. And uh, check uh, out some of these. Uh, look these up online. And uh, yeah, good luck. Let us know. Find some of. If we had more time, we would have gone way deep into some other stuff. Oh so, yeah, it. there's a there's a ton of stuff out there. So, so it looks like we have to do another one. We'll have to do more. We'll do another one. Break into it. So. Yep. So all right, thanks guys. For sure. And uh, have a good week. Cheers. It sounds good. Bye guys. Too many pain pills, too much pot Trying to be something that I'm not Superman Superman Trying to do more than I can Got a little out of hand, I ain't Superman Know what I'm talking about? I blew my throat and I blew my toe I wound up sipping on soup to show I wasn't Superman Oh no, I wasn't Superman I'm trying to do more than I can I got a little out of hand I wasn't Superman I hear you, make you play well It's a crying shame, but you ain't Clark Kent and I ain't Lois Lane. You ain't Superman. You ain't Superman. Trying to do more than you can. Got a little out of hand. You ain't Superman. What do you think, Snoop? Well, when I die, put it on my stone. God said, Snoopy, take your badass home. You wasn't Superman. No, I wasn't Superman. I'm trying to do more than I can. I got a little out of hand. I wasn't Superman. I hear you. Try to do more than I can, got a little out of hand, I ain't Superman. Yeah. You guys still here? I bet they are. Alright, if you guys are here, we're just doing a last little announcement here that uh, I Want More Comics does two book clubs every single month. That's right. The uh, second to last Thursday and the last Thursday of every month we have a book club. Uh, the second to last is a manga book club where we sit around and we talk about different mangas. Right now we're going through the Dragon Ball Saga. Um, once we get through that, we'll be going through other famous mangas that people uh, would like to sit, read, and talk about. Yeah. The last Thursday of every month we do a comic book uh, club yeah. where we pick different things. We've done things like Day Tripper. We've done things like Dark Knight, a Paul Dini story. We Three by Grant Morrison. Uh, yeah, we've done tons of stuff, and that's always changing. The great thing about this, guys, is if you want to participate, we make it super easy. Both the manga and the comic book club, whatever we're choosing, you guys can get it at an awesome discount. If you are a Hold Slot member with I Want More Comics, you can get them both for 30% off for the entire month wow. of, what, of whatever that you're, um, whatever month they're in. If you are not a Hold Slot member, you're just somebody who likes to come in, walk in, have fun, you still get 25% off all the time on those titles. Uh, this is just an awesome way for us to talk comics, get great comics into people's hands, and to spread the love. That's so right. again, um, that's going to be the second to last and the last Thursday from 6.30 to 7.30 uh, p.m. Mountain Time uh, here uh, at the store. We just uh, hang out and talk some awesome uh, comics. So it sounds like all you have to do is buy a comic book and then come hang out with us and talk about it. Exactly. So if you're interested, just stop by. We always have it at the front counter. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a great time, so be sure to check it out. Absolutely. Until next time. Yep, talk to you guys later. Bye. <laughs>